0: Hello, people. Uh, Welcome to another episode of Bagels and Kool-Aid. I want to start off by saying rest in peace to all the victims in uh, California, Texas, Ohio, and also Chicago. There was a lot of shooting victims over the past weekend. And lastly, rest in peace to Toni Morrison, who was an inspiration to me as a rapper, poet, and as a black man, um, you know it's it's a sad state of affairs that we're in in America right now. So we're gonna try to lighten the mood and give opinions, possible solutions that people won't agree with, I'm sure. But I think the biggest problem we're facing is we don't talk enough. And that's what we're going to do. So, relax. Try not to get too sad and enjoy bagels and cooler. I'm not sure of how I'm living, either wrong or right. All I know is how I'm living, I'm content with life. I'm not sure of how I'm living, either wrong or right. All I know is how I'm living, I'm content with life.
1: Yeah, 3 strikes.
0: Take 2.
1: Okay, feeling younger.
0: <laughs> and, and we're back. Um, How did
1: you feel after the first podcast?
0: I feel good. You got positive responses.
1: Yeah, I did too. I really appreciated the positive responses because I should have to say, I felt, I, this surprised me about it. When I, I started getting text messages, I guess after you put it on social media because I was at the lake, and didn't really have internet. Um, well, eventually I had internet. I didn't. I didn't realize there was Wi-Fi for the first like 10 hours. <laughs> Ouch! I just lit a candle and burnt my finger. It's
0: just, <laughs> oh, this primetime stuff. This
1: How <laughs> Anyways.
0: <laughs> Howard Stern material.
1: <laughs> oh gosh! I mean, it's impressive okay. that I make it through the day. Anyways, what I was saying is that I was kind of, when I started getting text messages that people knew there was a podcast, it almost made me a little nervous. Like, I was surprised how I kind of felt vulnerable. Did you feel that way?
0: Well, I'm a recording artist, so I always feel that (laughs) way.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't have that same
0: experience. Yeah. Anytime you do anything artistic, whether it's drawing, writing, singing, or whatever, dancing even, you put it out there for the world to see. Then you open yourself up. <laughs>
1: That's definitely true. I guess I I was surprised by how I felt like, oh gosh, it's kind of weird the idea. You know, I obviously talk to people every day, but the idea that someone can listen to your conversation and then kind of have thoughts and judgments. Not that that doesn't happen every day, but She's just right. different.
0: Very different. For you. Yeah. you told all the time. Oh, your music's all right, but it's not for me. <laughs> Luckily, I'm so arrogant, so it doesn't really bother me. But um, <laughs> <I> <laughs> that kind of
1: helps. I'm pretty sure Beyonce would say the same thing, you know?
0: You're right. Me and Beyonce are kind of like the same person. Absolutely. Doesn't
1: right. let the haters pull her down. Right.
0: Queen W. All right, yeah. now that that's out of the way, let's get to the sadness.
1: Yeah, First so off. kind of a sad weekend.
0: Very much so,
1: yeah. We plan to eventually talk about guns, but not this soon, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, that was uh, it's in my iPhone. It's under notepads. It's for episode, like, three or four. yeah.
1: <laughs> We didn't want to get straight into it.
0: Mm -hmm. I think
1: we have different, well, we kind of talked about this last time, but different opinions on guns in general, different feelings about guns, different backgrounds and histories with comfort of guns. Very true. But my guess is that we probably agree on a lot.
0: Mm. We'll see. We will see. (laughs) The Walmart shooting. What was your first thought?
1: Well, this is really sad, but what I have realized is that when there is a mass shooting, I am not shocked anymore. And, you know, you used to get, or I used to have the reaction, it would, like, send chills down my spine and make me feel like, just really sad and uncomfortable and not be able to stop thinking about it. And now I would say this started, um, when was the Parkland shooting? That was February of last year maybe, or two years ago.
0: Speaking of sad, I can't even remember which one that was. Um, (laughs) That was
1: the, the school shooting in Florida. Florida. I just remember I was doing laundry for that shooting and I turned on the news and I thought like I saw a breaking news school shooting, but I was like, oh, this is probably old news. And then I realized it was new news. And then I was I couldn't stop watching, but I was surprised how I didn't have those same feelings. And now it's like you read in the headlines mass shooting and it's the same thing as reading that Trump put out a tweet. Like it's just it happens so often.
0: Yeah. We are desensitized to it.
1: Yeah, it's terrifying.
0: And not to sound morbid or just heartless, but I I I had no feeling about it because I was just like, here we go again.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, it's it's routine in America now.
1: Yeah, and I'll say that until this evening and I really like started you know now that I realize how vulnerable I feel recording I want to make sure I'm doing my research so I don't sound too stupid not knowing anything so I was sitting this evening kind of reading through a bunch of different news websites and reading all about different shootings and now I'm in this sad 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 place like how horrible these two shootings are but only until I actually sat down and read it. I I chose to ignore it up until now because it's just it's easier. That's a horrible yeah. thing to say. but
0: Well, no, it is. It's, it is a lot easier, and I tried to. And for the most part, the Walmart shooting, I was kind of like, oh my God, here we go again. But then it happened within like 10 hours. So then I started going back to see what happened in Texas. It's like 2 in 24 hours. Now I can't ignore it. (laughs) It
1: was like 2 in 12 hours. Yeah, it wasn't even
0: 24. It was
1: really
0: quick. I'm just
1: going to pour myself a glass of wine while we talk about this to make it a little better.
0: That's fine. I think most of the people that are listening to this are are drinkers. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) If they weren't, they will be after last weekend. (laughs) But you already have my glass poured. I was prepared. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I I don't have a solution. Really, really don't. I don't know what can be done.
1: So I was reading up, like I said, and I came across several very interesting articles about research and, um, what's known about gun safety and everything. And I think you know this. I almost feel like you maybe told me this a couple of years ago about how they made it pretty much illegal to do any research on gun violence. Did you tell me that? No. no. Oh, okay. So listen to this.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: in 96, which I looked it up, or I confirmed. I knew Bill Clinton was president, but I wanted to confirm. Um, they, the feds, basically passed an amendment it's called the Dickey Amendment that prohibited any federal money being used towards anything considered gun control advocacy. So any money was banned from going to gun research. And since that amendment in '96. So, you know, it hasn't been that many years. Um, 600,000 people, more than 600,000 people have been shot. Tens of thousands have died from gun violence. And the majority, this really surprised me, the majority of deaths related to guns are from suicide.
0: That doesn't surprise me.
1: That surprised me. I mean, I I knew suicide's an issue. I just didn't realize that
0: it was that many.
1: Yeah, that kind of hit uh, that hit home. And um, the man, Dickie, what's his first name? Where do I have this? He in 2012 wrote an article for the Washington Post basically saying that passing that amendment was the bad thing to do and wrong. And he said, we don't know whether having more citizens carry guns would decrease or increase firearm deaths or whether firearm registration and licensing would make inner city residents safer, expose them to greater harm. We don't know whether a ban on assault weapons or large capacity magazines or limiting access to ammunition would have saved lives in Aurora or make it riskier for people to go to a movie. And we don't know how to effectively restrict access to firearms by those who who, with serious mental illness. And that.
0: A little to no sense.
1: (laughs) It's just basically saying that there's literally no knowledge. There's no research. There's nothing. So. They, When people are like, oh, guns make you safer, there's nothing to back that up. The only research there really is that came before 96 showed that that was wrong, and that's when the NRA um, and the like National Rifle Association basically pressed to have this amendment
0: passed. Pressed
1: Anyways, to... that's a lot of history, and it's
0: no, just that's interesting. Good. That's good, because I... I didn't know anything about that.
1: Yeah, I didn't either.
0: The thought that you you can't say restricting guns would slow down violence is that's so stupid. (laughs) Like like I don't you don't really need a research team. Like if there are no assault rifles, then there'll be no murders from assault rifles. Like it's it's common sense.
1: Right. So here's my thing. I don't even understand the argument. How is there an argument about why assault rifles need to be on the streets? Because is is do people say that goes against their
0: Second Amendment? Amendment? Which is the most overused amendment of all time. They wrote, they amended that when there were like six shooters and and small handguns. Had uh, this country's forefathers known that we would have AR-15s. Right. I seriously doubt they would have amended that for everybody to do it. I just, I don't,
1: I don't understand it. We need a, I think we need to invite someone on the podcast who is for that. Just to get their perspective. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't really know. I can think of one person that I may know who I used to be good friends with a long time ago. We haven't, we're not friends really. Any, I mean, I just haven't seen him in probably 10 years, but he worked for a gun company. Wow. That was the last I heard what he was doing. I'm looking him up on Facebook right now.
0: To play devil's advocate, um, as you know, I own... A couple guns. I don't hunt. I own a couple guns just in case, you know, somebody gets stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> to play devil's advocate, they would say they use these guns for hunting. They would also say, you can't take these guns because if you take these guns from us, then the government will come in our home and they'll take everything from us. Like there's a fear that the government will just start a dictatorship if you take the AR 15s. That's what I hear from a lot of people that support the NRA and you know the good old boys that's the first thing they say well if we give back our guns they're going to what's stopping them from taking our homes and i'm just like um, i don't i don't i don't know billy bob I don't, I don't know what's stopping them but that's the first thing they go to and they don't yeah. mind people dying so they can hold on to their guns with 100 rounds in the magazine <laughs> it's not funny it's just, it's so stupid that this is still a fight given all this country has been through,
1: I just don't understand how they're they're not freaked out and scared. Like, now, after reading everything that happened, I'm like, God, do I even want to take Leo out of the house and go to the grocery store? And, you know, I mean, I remember after um, Aurora feeling, like, really freaked out in a movie theater every single time I went to the movies. Wasn't Aurora the movie theater shooting? Yeah,
0: that was the yeah. Batman, Dark Knight Rises shooting, yeah. I don't think I went to the movies for a few months after there. I was like, eh.
1: No, I definitely didn't. <laughs> but it's like, where can you go? You can't go anywhere. And I'm not going to lie, every single time there's, um, is it a code green or code orange that, I think it's code green when it means that.
0: Mass casualty? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I think that's green.
1: I always think it's a mass shooting. And it, knock on wood, thank God it hasn't been yet. But it's just so scary.
0: Yeah, you can't go to school. You can't go to the theater. You can't go to Walmart. You can't go to the club. It's just, it is depressing when you think about it.
1: It's really depressing. It's really scary. But it's really scary. I just don't understand... I I mean, like, okay, so tell me, I don't really know what magazines are. I mean, I think it's, I think I have an idea.
0: um, The clip. The clip for the gun. A magazine is the thing that holds the bullets that you load into the gun. Okay. That's all it is. And
1: so how big is the biggest magazine?
0: I've seen a magazine that can hold 100. Um,
1: Okay. That's what I was thinking somewhere around there.
0: They also have things called, well, the street term is extendos, but it basically extends the magazine from like a regular 17 to maybe 50, 30 to 50 shots with a handgun, which can do some damage too.
1: So it basically makes a handgun more like an automatic weapon?
0: Well, they're all semi-automatics unless you – Rig them to be automatics. It's illegal to have an automatic if you're not in the military. Well, I just think on the streets it's illegal. But there are ways to rig guns so that they are automatics. It's illegal, but you can do it. So, you know, semi automatic AR 15, like a lot of you can get a lot of bullets out in a short amount of time. <laughs> it doesn't have to be automatic to kill a lot of people.
1: Right. And what is the difference between a semi-automatic and an automatic? Like, how do you know?
0: Just, yeah, well, you know, I didn't (laughs) always have a (laughs) 401k. Automatic is I don't even know what that means. uh, It's it's a reference to street life. Don't worry about it. We'll we'll talk about that in upcoming episodes. Automatic is pretty much like... And a semi-automatic is like...
1: If that makes sense. So it's like the speed.
0: It's pretty much the speed. Like with an automatic, this is going to sound morbid, but if he had an automatic rifle in Walmart, he could have killed 50 to 60 people in less than three minutes.
1: Because he's clearly experienced.
0: He had the ear stuff on, he had the goggles, so he clearly has gone to the range. Right. He knows what he's doing.
1: I found this really interesting mass shooting database talk about the most depressing thing ever. But. (sighs) um, Called Mother Jones. I don't know. It's it's like an Excel spreadsheet of all the mass shootings with just like basically I'll tell you what it lists. So the case so date and entertainment El Paso Walmart Gilroy garlic festival location date summary. Fatalities, number injured, total victims, location such as school, workplace, religious, or other, age of shooter, prior signs of mental health issues, which I thought was interesting. Very nice. um, weapons obtained legally, which most of them are yes. Really, yes. almost almost all of them are yes.
0: I would say so. Yeah.
1: Where the weapon was obtained, weapon details, AR15, AK47, AK47. Ugh, makes me like a little it's nauseous.
0: Difficult. You know, I heard you say religious as far as the location. I completely forgot about Charleston, South Carolina. That that's yeah. How, that's how much it happens. Like I forget. I forgot about Vegas. I forgot about South Carolina. I Charleston was a
1: long time ago, really.
0: I mean, in America, yeah, in the Twitter age, yeah, it was, it was probably like three or four years, but in Twitter age, it's like a decade.
1: Right before I had Leo in October, I'm sure I can find it here, was the, um, yeah, the Pittsburgh, the synagogue shooting. I forgot about that. Forgot about that one.
0: <laughs> That's insane. That is so many.
1: Yeah. Wow. 11 fatalities. That shooter was at least in his 40s, he was older. I feel like most of them are in their 20s, but some of them are in their 40s. But here is what's crazy. When you go through the list, they are almost all, with the exception of, DC. so how many are listed on here? Hang on. Ugh, like makes me nauseous. Um, There's 115 on here. Wow. And of all of them, there are one, um, two, three, 3.5 females. One of them had a male and a female. Three females and the rest are male. And... For the most part, they're white. Yeah. UN said something at work, which I thought was really interesting. It was, um, I don't know, I think it was after kind of a bad day where there were some angry parents. And you said to me that a black man who walks into the hospital with a gun, you're not worried, you got him, you're fine. Right. A white man who walks into the hospital <laughs> with a gun, you're running.
0: There's a concern there because <laughs> it's a cultural but it's, thing. Yes. Yeah. We're not, I don't want to make general statements about all white men because not all of them are mass shooters. But for the most part, I could say about my people that we don't sustain anger that long. Like. I've gotten into several several arguments with people, but I never thought, you know what? I'm going to come back. I'm going to kill all the innocent people. That never crossed my mind. The worst right. I would do is going to egg a car, or his car. I'm going to I'm going to fuck that paint job up. But, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it just takes. I don't want to bail them out with saying mental illness, but it takes a level of. It's more sociopath than mental illness to sustain that anger. Like the kid in Walmart, he drove 600 miles, I think. Or It was a long distance. It may have been shorter, it may have been longer. I can't stay mad that long. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It's just not in my DNA and the people I grew up around. Like, you've got maybe an hour before I'm like, I'm going to punch you in the face, we're going to fight. But after an hour, I'm thinking about something else, man. I'm playing Madden or I got a new app on the phone. Like, I can't sustain that much rage (laughs) for that long. And I don't. And it's
1: kind of interesting.
0: I don't know. That's why you see, on the flip side, um, I will say, if we're talking about murderous uh, with the racist. in the black community, you see so many um, like drive-bys over dumb shit, like somebody stepped on my right. shoe, so I'm gonna drive back because we're in, we're in, we, our tempers are right then and there. He disrespected right. me. Said hello to my girl. You know what? I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna shoot everybody. That's on the block. But if a friend stops me and says, that's not really worth it, let's go play the game, then that's it. I'm done. Whereas one of these mass shooters, if you bully them in ninth grade, they hold that shit until senior year and they shoot up the school. That is insane to me, (laughs) to be that angry (laughs) for that long.
1: It's both insane to me.
0: They both are, yeah. It, it's, it is stupid to kill somebody over something as petty as shoes being stepped on or a girl being spoken to. But I've seen it, like, in real life. Yeah. But it's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't understand it. I really don't. I don't he, either. I Like, he killed his sister before he even went there. I know. That is why. So in a perfect world, Colette, would you take all assault rifles off the street? No exceptions. You're president. Uh, you just won, which is possible. Everybody's
1: that's a heavy question. I mean, gosh, and this is president? a lot of power and feeling. President Walker? Um, I mean, if I were going to paint a picture, I don't know if it was going to be the perfect world, then yes, sure I would. But if I were going to actually run for political office and, like, hopes and dreams that I one day become the president, I would not take guns away, but I would definitely, definitely change laws and make people safer. And and what I just don't understand, because a lot of people who are all about supporting guns and, you know, I think even... Trump's response may have been this about how it's mental health and the issue is not guns, but it's mental health. Well, okay, that's fine because I'm sure mental health is part of the problem. However, there's not very much money going into mental health either. Like in, in Georgia, we have an issue at the hospital where we have kids every day who get stuck in the emergency room or they get stuck on, one of the floors for like anywhere from 48 hours to two weeks or longer waiting for placement because there's no mental health hospital in Georgia. So I'm like, okay, if if you're not gonna, like if if I were president, which did you know, fun fact, I I was president of my sixth grade class. I don't know if you knew that about me. I do. I was also president of my nursing school. So, you know, ah. it is a possibility that I could <laughs> one day be up there. Watching calling my name.
0: more qualified than, you know, some people that have been there or maybe there now.
1: <laughs> I mean.
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, just saying. Don't want to ruffle any feathers, but you have qualifications, you know.
1: Businessman president, nurse president. I, I like it yeah but a- if I knew that there were multiple ways and multiple reasons for such a huge issue in a crisis, like it's not just the mass shootings, it's the murders, it's the suicides, then I would take a lot of money and put energy in those in all areas possible.
0: mental health, while wow. I I only give that uh, maybe ten or fifteen percent of these shootings because I feel like it's a cop out. Like you can't compare these mass shooters to someone that's dealing with bipolar disorder. Like it's not the same. But mental health, it is being ignored in the United States, in the inner city, in rural areas. Like PTSD is, it's completely ignored in the inner city. Like people just they they're quick to label gangsters, thugs. I suffer from from that. Like it's, it's it's legit. It's not war, obviously. But if you're around gun violence and fights, and if you feel like you know you're gonna get shot at any, that's that's mental illness. You know that causes depression. And most of the guys that that do these things, black, white, Mexican, doesn't matter. They're depressed about something. Like these two guys, the one in Texas and the one in Ohio, they didn't get a lot of attention from girls, and that sounds really stupid to kill people for. But it affects everybody different. Like the guy in Ohio had a rape list because girls wouldn't speak to him. You know how important it would be for somebody like him who's not popular, for one girl to say, hey, how you doing? Oh, want to go grab a burger or something? That would change his whole life because he's so depressed and so sad. And it's it's ignored until something like this happens. It should be a class in school. I know yeah. it'll never get approved, but it, mental health should be addressed.
1: No, it's you're right. Rep- it uh, it deserves, it's, it really does deserve like a whole class in school because you're like, you definitely, what is that expression? Nailed the head. Shit. Hit I'm so bad at expressions. Hit. Yep. Hit the nail on the head. There you go. Sarah likes to say, Sarah, my best friend, likes to say English is my second language because I'm so bad at expressions. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, But yeah, PTSD, I mean, depression, it's all mental health related. And I think mental health, it just, I think it really affects everyone at some point in your life. And depending on a lot of things, depending on you know, how you were raised, how you handle issues, um, what kind of opportunity you have in life, what resources you have. Like, so much of that affects how you handle it. But, I mean, I have PTSD from getting robbed, which was not gun violence, but the guy was, I don't know if he was holding a gun or... So a fake, he could have been holding a fake gun, who knows, but definitely a PTSD a from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it that. it, that was a long time ago and it still makes me jump. If someone runs up behind me, it always makes me jump.
0: That's reasonable. Yeah. But it gets ignored and it gets, there's a negative light that's put on people that suffer from depression or mental illness. It's, like, oh, he's retarded or oh, he's, like, he's crazy. It's like that's the first thing people say as opposed to asking, why do you think this? Like, what, Like why do you want to kill all Hispanic people? Like, what, what's, what's really wrong with you, man? Like, you're 21 years old, the kid at Walmart. You're 21. Right. Why do you hate Hispanic people this much? Like, why? It right. there has to be a reason. Like, it's, it's wild to me, man.
1: Yeah, like, what happened to you in life? That got you to that point because something clearly
0: was wrong. I don't know if I I don't want to guess because I don't want to be like far off, but that they, they have to interview this kid because he's 21 years old and his life is over. And that's Texas; like he's he's gonna get the chair because they still have. So like
1: a, he's <laughs> the one who he still lives. the guy who did the El Paso shooting.
0: Yeah, he yeah he uh, yeah they took him in and went out a fight. You
1: know. Yeah, I mean they should question him until they know something.
0: I know he had like white supremacist stuff on social media. Social media, pardon me. But it that can't just be it. Like it's a lot of racists in the country that aren't doing this. They just don't like minorities. And that's look, that's fine. Everybody doesn't have to like me. I I could care less. But to to hate somebody this much there has to be Something else, man. <laughs> it's,
1: it's, yeah, crazy. yeah, I agree. You're not just like a, you know, straight headed guy. Oh, I hate these people enough where I'm gonna go shoot up, yeah, at Walmart.
0: That never crossed my mind.
1: Something yeah. is wrong,
0: even back in the day when you know, and I told you when I was younger, I didn't, I mean, the only white people I saw were police and. Obviously, we weren't BFFs, and because of that, I had this extremely negative picture of all white people because the only people I saw were white policemen, and they were asses. Like they would stop us for no reason. They were a little rough, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With their questions, and so because of that, there was a hatred that was growing inside of me for white people until, like, I got maybe 22, 23, and um, and I actually had a conversation. With a white person, I was just like, you know what? I don't think he's burning a cross in his yard. And hmm. I had to take that. I had to take that broad brush that I painted all white people with, the same brush that I hate when people put on me. I had to take it away. Like, I can't hate all white people because they're white. That doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. So yeah. I, I don't understand these mass shooters when they hate all Mexicans. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, you don't go to Mo's. Like, <laughs> knock it. knock
1: it off, but oh my god no, I mean it's it's completely true though I don't know, it's so interesting to me that you had the, I guess I because I always I grew up just around a pretty diverse group of people, I've never I've never met someone in my adult life and it's been like like, for example when I went to college, I was the first Jewish person that a lot of my friends met, and I never had that experience before.
0: Of being the first Jewish person that they met?
1: Of, of being the first Jewish person, but also of like knowing someone who had lived in a community that didn't expose them more. Like I grew up in a school that had white kids, black kids, Hispanic kids, you know, it was, I didn't really, I, I feel so lucky. I mean, I grew up not really knowing racism or, I mean, I didn't even really know what, like, designers were. I grew up in a very kind of, you know, like, and I would be interested to hear if other people I grew up with had the same thought. But I just, I never picked up on issues between... Like the white kids and the black kids, or we were all friends. I it wasn't th- until high school. Yeah,
0: it's that is how it should be. Like you should be exposed to different cultures. Like it's hard though because everybody has that sense of tribalism. Like even, even where we work, you see it. Like some of the black employees are on this side of the room. My mm-hmm. employees are over here. Mm-hmm. I can go to either side because I drink Kool Aid and I also watch the OC. I was <laughs> going to say
1: eat bagels.
0: I also eat, oh, <laughs>
1: damn
0: it. Well
1: You screwed that up, bro. Well.
0: I did. I did. That's cool. But what I'm saying is, I'm just, I'm well rounded. Not that I'm better than anybody. I just, I see the, I see things that I like in everybody. Like, I never had a problem with a Mexican or a gay person, a Jewish. Like, I don't. Right. So I, I can get along with everybody. I, was, I mean, I was in magnet classes in high school, and I grew up you know, in the inner city. So all my math classes were with Asians. So, <laughs> I would, so when the class was over, I would be holding conversations with, with Asian students, and then my black friends would walk up like, what's happening here? <laughs> it's calculus, man. I need, I need fucking help. I got to talk to them. So, yeah. so I'm different in that way but I still see it even at work and I don't know, it's just tribalism I don't think it's prejudice or racism I just think it's you're comfortable around your own
1: yeah I definitely think that's true for sure I don't know, I, I guess I think a lot of people don't make an effort either to mix it up as much I don't know, what do you think?
0: That's very true. There has to, you have to step foot to the other side for a minute, even if it's for something mundane, like did you see the game or like anything.
1: Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, we're not that much different. Like everybody no. is, like, there are a lot of similarities between every culture. You just sit down and talk to people.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny. I think that in high school, because I so my school is actually, I think it was like 60% black. Um, white people were technically the minority. And so, you know, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, it's I had a lot of friends who were black and I just think that especially black women, I just love their sense of humor. Like I love it. I love making a black woman laugh because it's not easy. Yeah. Nice. And I feel like I know how to do it because I think they probably look at me and they're like, stupid white girl. But I can really work that angle pretty well. And so I think that really is what has bonded me to so many women who are black because I just love making them laugh. And it's like, I don't see, like I see it as basically, you know, people Are in the room. So, for example, like at lunch, for some reason, we just kind of like segregate during lunch. I don't know why. Um, But I love going into the room, and if it's all black women, like trying to say something to make them laugh. Yeah. I don't know. Call me a little comedian.
0: Well, no, it's tearing that wall down. It's what, I mean, you do it naturally, but every race needs to, like, the black girl should do it sometimes and vice versa. Like It can't all be on white people, fix everything. Like, everybody has to take a step to the center. You know what I mean? Like, we can't, <laughs> we can't keep blaming yeah. people. All, blame whitey. Like, everybody has to, like, come out of their shell a little bit. Yeah. But it's, it's easier said than done. I completely understand. It took me 23, 24 years, so a lot yeah.
1: Of Somehow we started on guns and then ended up on that. I don't know how we did that, but
0: No, I, it's a smooth transition because the gun violence is coming from the narrow-mindedness.
1: That's true. Very good God, point.
0: I'm so deep.
1: We'll we'll keep digging into these layers. I want to tell you something funny though. Do the it. funniest thing I heard today. Well, first of all, what's the funniest thing you've heard today? Uh, you know, ending this on kind of a a high note
0: I had a seven year well no, it was a four he was four years old, and he told me that cause I had to do something at work, and he told me that he would never speak to me again. He's four
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I was offended and hurt, but then I started laughing because he's he's four so that what you're funny.
1: gonna say because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would have been nice. I missed the board. Did he speak
1: to you? Did he speak to
0: you? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Kids love me. I know. They don't know know they're supposed to hate me yet. They haven't been in high school.
1: So true. Mm -hmm. So true. So I came across this article today about a husband who robbed a bank to escape his wife. He hated his wife so much. (laughs) that he robbed a bank and he robbed it and then sat and wait for the police to come get him. Wow. And the funniest part of this story is that he then got house arrest.
0: <laughs>
1: How incredible is that?
0: Judge is an
1: ass. I <laughs> like, think it's just hilarious.
0: Are there no divorce lawyers where he lives? Like that's, ugh, that is hatred. I hate
1: mean, r- it's just too good. Too good. <laughs> Clearly, it said the robbery was a cry for help. It's just so funny. I mean, nice. something is going real wrong. That's yeah. where you're at in your, in your marriage. And on that note, I felt really, really, really good about my marriage. <laughs> Not that I was ever questioning it or worried about it, but, you know
0: yeah that was my next question like what
1: no yesterday was the three-year anniversary from when daniel proposed to me oh so sweet i know sorry that was like saw on an open wound for those who are bitter about not being married or engaged yeah digging my whole way deeper right now On that note, I think we've had a great talk, Will. (laughs) Let's stop while we're ahead, shall we? Yeah,
0: yeah. Gonna go fill up this glass again. All right. Um, Well, okay. This was start off kind of sad, but it ended pretty good. (laughs)
1: Okay. Talk to you, you know, soon. Yeah. Until next
0: week. Gonna go be alone now. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You're
1: never alone. You have a dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. It's starting to hurt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, take bye-bye. it easy, lady. Yep. Bye. Bye.